This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. We're back. We are back. And it is crazy, dude. Thank God, thank God my power went out yesterday. For real. For real. We could do the podcast today because I don't know what, what we should start off talking about if we should start off talking about the past game. It's another victory week somehow. We're six and one. Let's do I, I love bad news kind of first. I'm a bad news first guy. Bad news first. All right. So let's let's we, we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about first of all, I'm Joe. And we got and we got our other host. We got two hosts. How you feeling today, just in general? How you feeling? Yo, beautiful day over here in New York, man. Um, then that you know, some news from for Giants fans today that I'm sure everybody's taking uh, their own way. I, I feel a certain way about it. I'm sure you feel a certain way about it. Other than that, though, we're we're, we're six and one. I mean, yeah. There's there's not much to not be happy about. Yeah, we're six and one. We're 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 gonna talk today about the about the past past victory against the Jaguars. We're gonna talk about our upcoming matchup against the Seahawks. We're gonna talk about the Kadarius Tony trade, obviously. Elephant in the room. He's on the Chiefs, which is insane. See ya. So yeah, I feel like right off the top, let's give the like let's give the people what they want to hear, the hot news. Let's talk about Kadarius Tony first, and then we can talk, and then we can head into, you know. Some some beautiful positive stuff about another Giants yep. victory and us moving to six and one. For so sure. let's just overview Kadarius Tony today was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs for a third and a sixth round pick, which we received. Um, sure. So you see that this is what I woke up to this morning, just in complete shock. Uh, yep. So what are your thoughts, Riff? Let's start with that. What are your thoughts? I. <sighs> We've said it from the beginning. It was like this whole situation was sketchy and fishy from the get, from the beginning of the season, from training camp. It's been fishy. <clears throat> it went from those first couple weeks, those <clears throat> did not participate, had no real reason to him. Um, we couldn't figure out why he wasn't healthy. They said he was healthy. He got a couple practices in. He played week two, four snaps, right? Yeah. Four to four to six snaps. Yeah. So right, right there, there. And then I was like, this guy's either really hurt or there's something else going on. That was my mindset. Again, I don't really fully know. Um, I don't know. I think he's just so talented still. It just sucks. We just drafted him. It's nothing feels good about it because it's like, this is like the one real step back that this team's taken this year so far. Like we already knew that we didn't have any receivers, but we thought they were on the way back. I was really looking forward to seeing KT back on the field with Saquon having the year he's having with DJ playing the way he's playing at this elevated role. And now we're not going to, it's always just going to be a, what if, um, I don't know if I'm, if I would say I'm happy for him. What I would say though, is that, um, one of his comparisons from the get was Tyreek Hill. And it looks like he's almost going there to fill the shoes that are empty currently in Kansas city. I think he'll have some major success personally. Yeah. I mean, there's no more excuses now. Kadarius Tony, like you're literally playing with Pat Mahomes on the Kansas city chiefs. They're going to do everything that they can to put you in a position to win. And I think 
What we're sensing is a common theme here. And this is what I'll say. What we're sensing is a common theme here of, first of all, being so strapped with cap space, which was an issue, obviously, coming into coming out of the Dave Gettleman era that Joe Shane had to take on. And the other main common theme we're seeing here is we're getting all the Gettleman guys out of here. All the all the Gettleman's guys, all of the guys that didn't really exactly fit in with Dable's scheme and, and what we were doing moving forward. There was a clear disconnect all year, obviously. Um, he was either injured or just purely not playing for some reason. And we're, he's getting all of his guys out. We see Bradbury gone. We see Blake Martinez gone. And now we see Kadarius Tony gone. It's like the, all the shoes are dropping. All these, all these Gettleman guys are going. And it wasn't working out in New York. I'm surprised we still got a third round pick for him. Like as far as NFL trades go, it's like hard to get good picks for players. And it just goes to show how talented Kadarius Tony still can be that we even did get a third round pick and a sixth round pick. I think it's a win-win. Like, I think it was just dead in the water. Like, he wasn't, there was nothing. There was no future for him in New York anymore. And I think it just had to be done. We had to cut ties. Like, we got nothing for any of these other guys that we lost, like Bradbury and Blake. Yeah. And I mean, at the same time, I get, get some stuff. Yeah, like, I get that NFL trades work a certain way and stuff, but we, we got to think about where we got him a year ago at 20 in the first round. I mean, I'm high. So I think that I, I do think that, you know, it's, it's a fair enough trade. Uh, there's a lot of guys, especially now it's almost like when basketball, like we started seeing that transition of basketball, like, and now there's a bunch of guards out there that could shoot the ball like Steph Curry. Um, I think that Tyreek Hill was kind of the first of his kind in that role. And now you're starting to see guys in college with that same exact role. Um, I think Wondell Robinson is pretty much like a poor man's version of that, or maybe he's just young still, but um, I think it's every offense is going to have one of those guys now um, that kind of explosive, put him anywhere kind of guy. Um, so I'm not worried about it. And regardless, we're winning games right now. And, you know, we'll take draft picks. We, yeah, I, yeah. I'm confident with these guys that we have now too going into any draft. And right. I'm talking from an organization standpoint. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think it was just something that had to be done. Unfortunately, I feel like, yeah, I, I said it, I said it all year. I think Kadarius Tony was still the most talented receiver that the giants had. I still, I genuinely believe he had the most talent. He just couldn't find a way on the field. Um, I think what I was learning from what I was seeing from Wondell Robinson in his, in his, um, game against the Jags and, and how he's been playing recently. I feel like he, he's reminding me like a little bit of Sterling Shepard. That's what the vibe yeah. I'm getting. Like he's looks yeah. like that vibe. Like he looks like he's, you know, kind of good in the slot. He's also can move around a lot. He's a little more versatile though. It's like, maybe he can come no, around yeah. for an end around and grab a handoff. I think he's even a little bit more versatile than that. Yeah, like he's a healthier, younger, like yeah. Yeah. version of Shep. Like he's, I like how Wandale Robinson has looked so far this year. And and yeah, it sucks that the Kadarius Tony thing couldn't have worked out. Cause you're right. It's like when you see a dude that talented, when he touched the football, it was literally electric. If you put him in open space, um, it's going to be tough. Like if he just gets on the chiefs and just starts dogging people, yeah. it's going to be hard to watch. <clears throat> and I think they have a lot of mouths to feed over there still. So I don't think it could, it's going to be an immediate, um, it yeah. could be, I guess, but you know, they still got a lot of receivers over there. Mahomes really loves sharing the love, especially this year. They got Kelsey still. Uh, Juju kind of the last two weeks before this bye week that they had 
kind of broke out onto his into his home. Um, yeah, he's he's looking at yeah he's looking good. Like good. I think- uh, MVS is still that deep threat that they have over there, and then you know McCole Harmon's been on the Chiefs for what three four years now, and he's been. Mahomes like it seems like Mahomes likes him enough so I think there's a and they have rookie wide receivers like Sky Moore so I think that there's you know I think there's a decent amount going on over there but I think if they do want to use him in the right way they can um yeah, yeah but we'll, we'll see all, all we care about is wins yeah all we care about is wins we are six and one I will also say this it's it's yeah it's it, it like you said, it's kind of been up in the air for the receivers in Kansas City. Like it could be anyone's week to go off. It's not just going to be That's that what I'm saying. Yeah. he gets there and he's going to be he's going to be placed into a system and he's going to be good. Like if he gets on the field, it will be a huge red flag if he's able to just start playing right away for the Chiefs. Then right. not even a red flag, but just like that's when you'll know that there truly was a massive disconnect between the Giants and him if he starts to play immediately because like they just were either saying he had hamstring issues and that's why he hasn't been on the field at all. Or it just wasn't, there was something missing between the relationship. Either he just really didn't fit in. I don't know what it was like, and we'll see, we'll see. I mean, he's going to a team like the Kansas city chiefs, which is just obviously you're playing with one of the best quarterbacks I've ever watched. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I still think it's pretty cool that we got a third-round pick and a, and a, and a sixth-round pick for him. I didn't think we'd get that much for him. Like, a dude who's been injured and not on the football field. Yeah. To looking, us, he kind of almost seemed like one of those guys that, like, we knew he would be good, but it's like, who did know he'd be good kind of thing? You know? Yeah. So, I think it was kind of a surprise when we got that third and that sixth-round pick. Yeah, like, I haven't even been thinking about him. To be honest, he's been so phased out of the Giants in my mind already. He's been completely – he's almost had nothing to do with this run that we've been on, unfortunately. Right. So he's been so phased out of my head already. I just expected him to just be a dead in the water, maybe a bust, like maybe just something that couldn't work out for us, and we would just let him go for nothing like the other guys. And we got a third and a sixth-round pick for it. So it's like we got some capital, and – I mean, the deadline, we're recording this on Thursday. The trade deadline is on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll see if they swing and make another move, maybe for another receiver, like a different yeah, receiver. Like I don't know. It, you know, would you want them to do that is, is a good question. Actually, would you want them to kind of, we have some two more picks now. Would you want us to maybe swing a pick or whatever it takes to bring in right. another receiver, a guy who's disgruntled, maybe a guy like DJ Moore, maybe a guy. Yeah, look, I think, it, I think a guy like DJ Moore, um, it's just, it's all about what the price tag is. Um, I think DJ Moore's good. And I think that he's been super unfortunate the last several years now with, you know, kind of shitty quarterbacks. Um, yep. but, yep. um, I don't know. I mean, I was going to get into how Darius looked good last week. He, he is. He's looking good. He's looking better. Like and, he had a hell of a touchdown. That was a sick touchdown. We haven't talked about the game yet, but and I'm, I'm not saying that. I don't know from a skill. If yeah, I guess getting DJ Moore doesn't hurt at all because like it's not like we need to get him to have a that guy kind of thing because I don't feel like the Giants have a that guy kind of vibe. Right. Um, I think it's just more of like they're playing strategic football. Uh, they're they're you know going through their reads and their progressions and and that's kind of how we're 
how we're uh, having success right now. You know, besides having Saquon in the backfield, it's kind of like a, it's almost like, a, all right, get out there and get open thing. I don't think having a guy like DJ Moore would hurt. I think it would only help, honestly, obviously, uh, depending on the price tag. But, uh, you know, but then again, it's like Darius played great last week, but I think I was, we were texting each other, the amount of drops, third, a couple third down, huge first, first down, game changing conversion, third down conversion drops. Yeah, when Marcus Johnson dropped that pass, uh, and even Daniel Jones was like, literally, that took the limit. Like, he was like, dude. Like, that's when I was like, man, it would be just phenomenal for DJ at this point if he had a receiver that he could just be like, yo, I can throw the ball to this guy, and he's going to bring it. Nah, dude. Like, there's nobody on that. There's nobody on the team as of now. Wando Robinson could be that guy. He could end up, you know, progressing and moving closer to that safety yeah. blanket that kind of Sterling Shepard was when he was healthy. He had six yeah. catches for 50 yards. It's another good game. He had a touchdown the week before. Like he's playing really well within the offense in his return. Production. And I think that probably made the Giants feel even a little bit more comfortable. They're like, all right, we're, we're done with Kadarius Tony. Like Wanell Robinson's looking really good within the offense. Um, and we don't really need Kadarius Tony anymore. Whatever his antics were, whatever his whatever the disconnect was, I think we they felt way more confident trading him. And I think maybe even to your point, they may have felt a little more confident seeing that Darius Slayton was playing pretty well. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Like he's playing um, well. Like he's playing real well. I mean, he's coming out here, and again, he's like, it's like I feel like D- Dable's just keeping the guys that want to be there, the guys yeah. that are going to go out there and play. Like you, and we have another injury report that's a mess, and um, more bad news to get out of the way. Yep. Uh, we obviously have our guy. You know, me and Joe love him. You've been hearing us talk about him, Daniel Bellinger, um, with brutal. a brutal, brutal injury on, t- on National Tight End Day. On National TA and Day, on his first on. reception. Ah. So my bet didn't hit. Sorry about that, giant up fam. I hope you don't hold that one against me. He was going to get his over in receptions. I promise, but. But I had your, but I had your back. But Joe had your back. I, hope I you sort of, you know, piggybacked off you though, still because you've said Daniel Jones rushing in the past, and I said I'm going to throw in Daniel Jones rushing this week because like he's going to be running him. like a madman, and he. When are they going to respect? Mean, him? Yeah, I don't know when anyone's going to respect him. He rushed for over a hundred yards. And he Does anybody know what the over under was besides me? Thirty nine and a half. <laughs> 40 yards. What does this man have to do to get his respect? Yeah, 40 yards. He had 107. It wasn't even he had 107. And yeah, Daniel Jones. I mean, we we will quickly just gloss over. We lost Bellinger for a bit. We lost Evan Neal for a bit with the MCL injury. Um, it's not super serious, but that's not the best. Like it's kind of brutal. Um, you know, we want him out there getting the reps and continuing to grow and get better. But um, but it's not a serious injury, which is good. And 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 those were some tough losses. I believe somebody else got injured too. Ben Breeson and Ben Bradison, yeah. Ben Bradison got got injured. Yeah, so, so two more starting he, offensive linemen. Also, and our, he's also week to week, so it could have been worse for us. Right, right. He's week to week. We're we're still a little banged up, but like it's it could have been worse. The Bellinger thing is really rough. I mean, that's our starting tight end, a rookie. Like he just had like a gruesome eye injury, and it's like yeah, it didn't look that's good brutal. For yeah, that's just really, really brutal. But other than that, Daniel Jones played like a, a stud again, like literally the heart and soul of the team. And I'll and I'll, I'll apologize every week on the podcast. If that's what I have to do about Daniel Jones, because the man's just playing his heart out. He's playing his heart out like 
he's actually turned himself into the heart and soul of this team. He had over 200 passing yards, over 100 rushing yards. And I will say this, I, I do, I was extremely critical of Daniel Jones, but I started him in fantasy this week. And he hasn't had more than 20 fantasy points in a week. Say what you want about him as a QB, but he hasn't had more than 20 fantasy points in a week. And I needed to start a QB. I picked him up a week earlier. I was like, I'm bringing in DJ and I'm starting him this week. And he went berserk in fantasy as well. So as like, he should. Good for as you. As he should have. Like, Good for you. And man, Daniel Jones, I can't say enough about the guy. He's just the heart and soul of this team right now. He's the reason. I don't think we're six and one without him. Like He's no. just, a, he's just no. like. There's just a certain magic that's associated with him, which we have to eventually address. I know it's only been one season, and I'm not sure where the magic lies, but there is a magic in this team. I mean, that stop at the one-yard line to win the game. After it's some like, BS, that was a BS mark. Oh, we were getting sandbagged the whole way down the field by the refs, too, by the way. Oh, my God. That whole sandbagged. was insane. This guy had him in a full Nelson. I was like, are we watching the same yeah. game? Yeah. We were getting killed by the rest. You can't sandbag magic. You can't sandbag magic. You just cannot stop the momentum that this team has right now. And it's crazy to say, and shout out to everybody in this game. I mean, once again, the second half, we, we adjusted and won. The story's the same every single week. Saquon Barkley rushing for over 100 yards. What's new? Just being a beast. Like, they're loading the box on him every week. Doesn't matter. He's still producing. Like, he's still doing everything he can. Yeah. Like, he's a full-fledged machine. And the defense, you know, the defense, they did their thing again. They held the Jags to 17 points. Like, they got two crazy stuff. Like, they were – it was a weird defensive game. They did get gouged a little more than I wanted them to again. And – but they just, like, had this weird magic. Like, they got Travis Etienne to fumble at the one. And they got that stop at the end of the game at the one. It was like, oh, my God. That drive that ETN fumbled in the end zone, they were marching. And specifically, Uh, ETN, every time he touched the ball, it looked like a high school game. He was getting like 12 12 yards of carry. I was like, is anybody going to stop this guy? Yeah, we're getting gouged on the run. He has issues of fumbling. That's been a, a past thing for him. Uh, But no dig to him. He's actually great, a great young talent. He Uh, looks good. He looks good. He but looks yeah, good. no, I honestly the, the, the first half first half defense disappointed. Yes. It disappointed. 100%. It was a little bit the, the but our coaching came yeah. into play again and the second half defense night and day. Again, week yeah. after week. It, it's incredible. And it's like if we come out and can execute from the defensive end off the rip, I want we're gonna be winning games by more points. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And and I think that's why Dable even says it too. He's like, again, I'm so pumped that we won, but we got some stuff to clean up. He's like, which we do, which we absolutely still do. We're getting gouged by running backs. Like I'm watching guys like Tony Pollard and like, obviously ETN is coming into his own, but like, who is it in freaking week six? Like Kenyon Drake, like all these random running backs, like just like gouging the giants for yards. And it's like, there's like this weird, there's just some things that obviously need to be cleaned up. Yeah. And, but I mean, you can't say a bad thing about, about the giants. I mean, they're six and one. It's so insane. I can't believe it. It's getting people so mad. I love it. It's getting people so mad. And, and here's, what's crazy. We, we, we talk about the giants. We talk about the magic that's going on and there's magic going on with the other team that we're facing this week, the Seahawks. 
There's an yeah. insane stat yeah. out there that the only two teams with winning records that are playing each other this week are the Giants and the Seahawks. It's crazy. And I saw another thing that uh, it's funny because, and it's a fact too. So Eli had a crazy consecutive game started streak. I think it was 210. It's the second longest in history. Insane. And if you ask a lot of Giant fans who broke, who was the quarterback to break that streak for Eli, you would think it was Daniel Jones. You would be incorrect because it was Geno Smith the Seahawk quarterback right now that broke that streak, uh, that consecutive game streak for Eli. And uh, it's kind of funny now. These guys both, obviously, Gio went his separate way, figured it out, found a place that's looking like it's going to be his home in Seattle. Yep. Um, he, he's, you know, they got a winning record over there. What are they, four and three? Yeah, they're four and three. Yeah, they're an ugly four and three. Uh, yeah, they're fighting. Like, they're fighting. Nonetheless, they have a good offense, um, surprisingly, after the the – big divot everybody thought uh that they were taking when losing russell wilson yeah but, yeah no it's funny it's like poetic justice now you got dj starting in new york gino went his own way he's he's leading this team and and they're gonna face off on sunday and once again we're not favored yeah we're not favored again which is really nothing new we're in seattle which but is i love fair. it every week. i if get we're it just- at this point, don't I don't care if we're playing the Bears. I don't care yeah. if we're playing whoever. Don't favor us. I love it. It's yeah, don't fun. favor us. I don't. I don't Way like. We've fun. been winning. Yeah, I mean we're yeah. six and one, and I think five of those games we were underdogs. I think the yeah. only time we were ever favored it was against the Panthers this year. Um, and the bottom line is, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a battle. Like I, I. Like the Seahawks really are. They're just coming off the lot of momentum. They just beat the Chargers. They kind of slapped them around a little bit too, which yeah. is wild a bit. They gave them a slap job. They scored like 37 points. They can <laughs> unleash. They can unleash and score a lot of points, which is they're playing like they don't care. Yeah, they don't they care. Don't care. Yeah. They Gino just, doesn't it, care. Gino Gino's like, yo, fuck it. Out of the pocket throwing it. Bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not playing like the Giants at all. Yeah. It's a little bit more just like, yo, we don't care. And the Giants are yeah. like just a very, very well-coached and disciplined team. Yeah. Giants um, are playing chess and the Seals are playing paintball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Damn. Yeah. So I guess, all right, this is going to be the toughest score to predict because I just don't know how this game is going to go. Um, so high scoring and we're just i mean we're not not high scoring we've been putting the ball in when we have to to keep up yeah we've been in the mid-20s range which is the range i said i liked for the giant that's where they're kind of been chilling like yeah you and by the way dude you literally i tried to text you i don't know if you you predicted the score was going to be the giants win 26 17 it was 23 17 oh you were literally right there though you were right there I got this team pinned down this year, man. I mean, huh, knock on wood. That's wild. Because this week's going to be, you're right, this week is a toughie. I have no idea, really. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, a part of me thinks, like, I think the Giants are going to score a little bit more points than normal. Like, I could see this one being, like, the Giants winning in a little bit more of a high-scoring affair. Maybe the, maybe the Seahawks score, like, 27 i could see like the giants winning 31 27 i think that's or like even like 30 27 maybe like i don't know something around there i'm gonna i'm gonna go the other way and just i just don't think the seahawks could keep up this 
charade that is going on, <laughs> lighting teams up. I'm going to go with a, a giant score that I've been keeping it in the range of. And I'm going to say that the Giants are going to win, like, honestly, like, wow. I'm going to go. I don't think we're letting up more than. <sighs> I'm going to give them 14 points. I'm going to give them 14 points, and I'm going to give us 24 points. Wow. By 10, 24 to 14. I think Gino's going to have two touchdowns, but I think our defense is going to – I think we're going to create a couple turnovers. Wow. I can't have I can't have Gino Smith running around the field looking like Joe Montana. It's not going to happen this week. He looks good. I will not accept it. I won't accept it. Yeah. I won't really hope it. not. 24-14. Lock 24, it in. 24-14. Lock it in. And, dude, and you've been preaching, man. You've been preaching. Let's get to the bye week. Let's get our guys healthier. Let's get our guys some well-needed rest. And this is it, Riv. We got one more. We got one more assignment. And then we're and then we're and then we found the bye week, man. This is it, man. We got we're we're right there. And also, just completely off topic. I meant to say this before, but you just brought up bye week. How convenient is it that the reports are now like, oh, Kadarius Tony should be healthy to start as soon as the Chiefs are back from their bye week? Like, oh, okay. Uh, there was no timetable for him when he was on the Giants. No timetable. There was no one was saying a word about him. You saying a word? Oh no! But immediately gets traded. It's looking like he's going to be able to play November sixth for the Chiefs. Yep. Oh, okay, cool, good for him. Glad he got healthy as soon as he uh, got traded. But whatever. That's when you know that there was something going on. There was Sketch something balls. more behind the scenes that we don't know about that was kept under the rug. There was something that was they just disagreed on. Sign up, sign up, family. I'll do my best to dig up the dirt, but no problems. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some digging. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can get. But yeah, Giant Seahawks. We got it coming up. Kadarius Tony's gone. Hopefully, we make a move for another receiver. You never know. Like, you really never know what's going to happen. We'll see. I think maybe they probably want to see how this game plays out against the Seahawks. Um, yeah. But regardless of how many games we win, though. Is is I is why I still think we need a receiver, obviously. Like, and it'd be great to try to trade for one and just go for it. We're six and one. Who cares? Like, yeah, let's just try to trade at. receiver and go for it. I think it's if we, if we win, you know, four more games. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to go there. But yeah, no. If you're thinking future, as I'm sure that somebody in the Giants organization is thinking, when it comes to the playoffs, you know, you need the weapons, man. You, you need the them. weapons. You need the weapons. weapons. Um, we just got a couple more picks from KT. Let's just make a move. Screw let's it. just make a move. But we, we love what's happening so far. Again, six and one. Um, no point in talking about Saquon Barkley. If you don't know what he's doing this year, uh, you don't have a phone or <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know. Eyes. Yeah. Either newspaper or anything. Uh, he's everywhere. Yeah. Um, he's having an MVP caliber caliber year. Uh, back healthy. And you know, it seems like he's bad. I want that's. I need to get to the bye week so he could have a full week off. We need mm-hmm. him in the spa, it just yep. relaxing because yep. he's been getting beat up. But he's going back out there and he's putting on every week. Uh, we got Daniel Jones playing great. We got guys stepping up. Um, again, Dexter Lawrence, uh, not the best week I guess thus far for him or our D line in general. Uh, we didn't really pressure Trevor Lawrence the way we wanted to. But other than that, man, we got a gritty team and we're still getting wins. And it's just going to be a fight every week. Yeah. It's a fight every week. But I love it. It's fun. It's a good fight. It's not the fights that we used to get into. We used to yeah. lose those. Yeah, we lost all those. And we're we, lost, to win we, we lost all those fights. Yeah, it's insane. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Giant up. Yo, we got <laughs> <laughs> so to do some uh, 
uh, we're having some major technical difficulties with our bet of the week. So I want to do it now. Um, and we could just could we clip it out maybe? I don't know. We'll see giant up fans. Yeah. But we want to get our bets of the weekend. Let's look at some. How can we look at some player props for the jealous? Yeah. So get, yeah, let's do our bet of the week now. And then, yeah. And then we can hundred percent when, when, when we post it, we can just clip it and throw it on. Um, whenever we want, we could remind the people for Sunday, but, um, but yeah, let's do our bet of the week now, but yeah, thank you all for, you know, the giant of support giant season has been insane this year. We're just loving everything that's happening. If you haven't checked out the Twitter, go check out the Twitter. We're going crazy on there at all times. Yeah, we're, we're going bananas. We're, we're um, Oh, that's another thing. We were talking about DJ stepping up as a leader. See that video of him on the sideline, like fired up? Yep. Most and fired up to see that, yeah. And like the, I think the QB coach is about to be like, yo, yo, calm down. And then uh, Dable grabbed him and was like, no, nah, like, let him rock. Like, let him rock. Let him get it out. And I was like, wow, that's that's sick. That's, that's sick. sick. That's so sick. Um, Better the week. Let me pull the props up. Let me see what we got here. Yeah, pull up the props. We got to get our bets of the week in here. Um, I already think I know where my head's at. Every week. I think I know where my head's at, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, if they're going to sandbag on the Daniel Jones rushing again, I don't see why Daniel Jones isn't going to run crazy. Like, that's what I don't see why. Thinking, but I'm going to go, hmm. What do we like here? I'm going to go. Wow. I like this one. I'm going to go Wandale Robinson over receptions. It's at three and a half. Wow. I really like that bet, dude. Yeah. Wow. Three and a half over. Let me double check that. It will probably go up to four and a half. I would still take it. I think he's gonna have like six or I think like last, I mean, last game he had six catches so it's been a little fine tuning you know like DJ's getting comfortable with him I right. think next week could be one of those weeks where he has like you know like eight catches on like 12 targets for some yardage right right not too yep. much yardage like a you know like a 90 93 bomb yep I like um, that because I mean that's what's been happening with Wandale I mean yeah. in the game against the Ravens when he came back he had four targets and then in the game against uh the Jags, he had eight targets. So um, another side bet, if we're in that position, if we were to pick the first Giants player to score next week, um, what kind of touchdown it would be. I like a DJ rushing TD first. Wow. Wow. Might be basic, but it's working. If we're in the red zone, dude, we want it. And I like those, those design plays. Cause I think defenses are still kind of sleeping on it. I, I agree. I like those design. Plays. Most the end zone untouched a couple times this year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised now that we lost Bellinger, which is unfortunate. I wouldn't be surprised if the first TD is either a Tanner Hudson TD or or Chris Myrick. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Play action, Tud, right oh, in the man. chest, right in the numbers. <laughs> okay. What do you uh, – you That's got to be great odds for one of those guys to have a touchdown, if, oh, it, if there even is. Me, they might not even – yeah. Some nice. of these sites might not even have them on there. No way. No way. They you, uh, what do you got? You got anything? I don't know. I can't check the betting, but yo, like, what is Daniel Jones rushing? Can you tell me that? What's his rushing? Because if it's low, quickly pull that up for me before we wrap up. Um, I would love to know what Daniel Jones rushing is because 40 is too low. Like, I, I get there are weeks where 
he doesn't run as much, but those are mostly weeks where he gets a little hobbled up. Like he's getting healthier and healthier. He ran like crazy last game. There's no reason to think he's going to not do that again. Right. Let's see. Daniel Jones is just an absolute force with his legs. I don't even know how I found that one down one. And he's starting to realize that he's fast. I don't think either he didn't know or coaches didn't know that he was fast, but they're Fair. finally figuring it out. Let's do this. I don't. I can't pull it up. What do you think it is? You, I, I, what do you? What would be the line for you? Like, if you want to take Daniel Jones rushing, what would the over under have to be for you to feel confident in it? If it's Let's anything say, under fifty yards, it's a lock. Like, or at fifty, like take it. Like yeah. he's gonna have over fifty rushing yards. I agree, I agree too. Unless he gets hurt, he's gonna have over fifty rushing yards. I think he's got to be like a yeah, like a fifth. Like I think he's gonna finish the year like averaging like right around fifty yards. Yeah, like there's no other quarterback except for Lamar Jackson that has more rushing yards than him. Like he's just Josh Allen probably. I think well, he has right. more than Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I thought you were talking about in general, but yeah, no, yeah, you're yeah. right. Like this season, yeah, it's only Lamar Jackson. Like he's just literally. He's and he was hurt for a little bit, so he wasn't running as much for a second, and You're then right. he started running again, and he's just cooking again. Like you are right. You're right. But yeah, man. Any final things to say before we wrap up here? Um, let's stay strong, giant faithful. I'm not seeing any negative tweets out there. I love it. The energy's great all over Twitter. Uh, give us follows. Let us know if you're hopping in on our bets and if what you guys like and don't like. Um and, yeah, just stay posted. You know, once it gets close to uh, game day, me and Joe love to fire off tweets uh, with whatever we got going on, giant-wise, whatever. Um, yeah, have fun watching a stupid thir- another stupid primetime Thursday night football game tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, yeah, we love you guys. Peace out. We love you.